Hey, it's Alan Berg. Are you coming to Wedding MBA this year? Well, I'll be there again. I haven't missed one since the first one in 2007. So I look forward to seeing you there. And if you want to save $20 off the current ticket price and they get higher as you get closer, go to WeddingMBA.com. Use the promo code Alan, A-L-A-N. WeddingMBA.com, promo code Alan, save $20. I look forward to seeing you there. Before we get into this episode, I'm starting something called Ask Me Anything. That's right. You submit your questions and they could become an entire episode or something that I answer at the end of an episode. To submit your questions, look for the red button at podcast.allenberg.com. That's right, podcast.allenberg.com. Click on the red button, submit your question, and maybe you'll hear it here on the podcast. Thanks. There are five things that don't make you different. Want to hear what they are? Listen to this episode. Welcome to another episode of the Wedding Business Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Alan Berg. I'm a speaker, author, sales trainer, website reviewer, and I help businesses like yours sell more, profit more, and have more fun doing it. Enjoy this episode. Hi, it's Alan Berg. Welcome back to another episode of the Wedding Business Solutions Podcast. I am so excited to have my friend Bill Cates on with me today. Bill, thank you for joining me. Hey, Alan, thank you. And you you say jump, I just say how high. I appreciate it. So Bill and I have met through the National Speakers Association, actually through music. He's an amazing drummer. He says he's average. I think he's better than that. And 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 we've also bonded over bourbon. So to music and bourbon. So there you go. But what the reason I'm bringing him on, because his industry is not specifically the wedding and event industry. He is actually known as the referral coach, and he's got some amazing books. Those of you watching on video, Radical Relevance, and Beyond Referrals. We'll put links to these these in uh, in the show notes there. I actually have these books signed by Bill that I can give out to some of my clients when when it's appropriate, because whenever I read one of my friend's books and I think you guys would enjoy them, I will do that. So Bill, you wrote an article that I found on LinkedIn that says five things that don't make you different. And that was like, I, I was like, Brian Walter says like, what? You know, the Scooby-Doo, like, what? What is that? So where, where, where did the thought for that come from? And then we'll get into what those things are. Sure. Working with many people, many types of businesses, my clients, uh, coaching, consulting, one of the things I help is with their messaging and whether it's for a website, LinkedIn profile, whatever it might be. And there's a lot of people out there say, you got to know what makes you different. You got to know what makes you different. Well, yes, sort of. The truth is not everybody cares what makes you different. What they really care is, are you right for me? Now, sometimes your differentiation could be the deal maker. Like, you know, if if someone's looking for, uh, you know, they're having their wedding out on a floating dock uh, in the ocean and you're a DJ and you've spun records on a floating dock in the ocean. All right. Well, maybe <laughs> that'll seal the deal. Right? <laughs> specific, but, specific. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> right, underwater photographer for underwater weddings, clearly okay. that differentiator. Right. But what I realize is, is most people, when they talk about what makes them different, they're platitudes. It's what everybody says. And so I just want to, and I'm not saying we don't say these things and then we'll get into them, but yeah, we we talk about these things, but don't use them as a differentiation, right? As a differentiator. I, sorry, right? I I just finished listening to David Avron's book, Visibility Marketing, and he was saying the same thing. You know, saying that we do quality work is the entry point. Like, right. yes, you have to do quality work. That's not a differentiator that we do quality work. So it, it's part of these things. So, and it doesn't right, mean so you I, don't say it. 
No, no, but it, but it doesn't make you different because yeah. you should be doing quality work and so should everybody else. So let's get into these five things here. Five things that don't make you different according to Bill Cates. Number one, we care about our clients. I hope you do. <laughs> <laughs> Not everybody listening to this, you know, would, would necessarily say that. Depends a little bit on the business you're in and whatnot. But, you know, they say we 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 really care, care about our clients. We really want our clients to be you know, statically happy, yada, yada. We love them. They love us, yada, yada. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, yeah. Again, it's not that you don't say this. It just, just be aware. It's not a differentiator. If you want to have a place on your website or LinkedIn profile or flyer, or whatever, that says, here's what makes us different, then have some things that make you different. And if I could add to that, and we're going to get into this, I know, make sure you know what, what the benefit of that differentiation is, meaning, a lot of people will talk about what they think makes them different. It may or may not, but they don't draw it to a benefit. They assume that the receiver of this message is going to know what makes. So for instance, I was working with the bank and different world than your folks yeah. here, but nonetheless, they said, we've been in business 128 years. That was one of their differentiators. I said, well, okay. So what does that mean? Right. Someone younger might think stodgy, don't have the current apps. You know, I got to go to the big brick bank on the corner or someone older, maybe like myself might think, okay, solid. They're not going anywhere. We don't know. Right. In the absence of information, people make things up. So we always want to tie whatever does make us different to a benefit. Never assume that the receiver will know what that benefit to them is. Right. Make sure they know why they should care about that as opposed to it's just a thing. Yeah. Okay. Number two. We get to know our clients' goals and dreams. And in our industry, wedding and event industry, you know, the, the, what, what do they want their wedding to be like? Again, it's kind of, all of these are kind of like, well, duh. I mean, how are you going to provide the results for them if you don't? <laughs> yeah. So now here's where you could turn it into a differentiator. For instance, if you have a particular way you go about learning about this, if you have a, a comprehensive assessment, perhaps you got to make it not sound too daunting, but right. nonetheless, if you have, you know, a way you get to know people and a way you get to learn what these are for them, and you have a set of questions that pull out some important things that other people don't know to ask, well, now that could be a differentiator, right? right? I, so in and of itself, it's not a bad thing or a good thing. It's just, you know, make it a, make it a differentiator by your process behind it. And explain it, show it, demonstrate it, and, and then right. perhaps uh, it is a differentiator. Okay. Number three, we offer advice tailored to our clients. So again, we offer customized solutions or yeah. it's, all, it's all the same thing there. I've often said, uh, no matter what you do, whether you're selling by packages or a la carte or whatever it is, everything you do is custom because it's a different client. It has to be custom. Unless you're selling a, a product, which most of the people listening here are not. They might use products in what they deliver, but they're not selling the product. They're selling the results. So we offer advice tailored to our clients. Otherwise, you're not really selling. You're order taking a static thing that doesn't change. And that would be, yeah, wrong. Exactly. Well, and, and here's where you got to be a little careful because you know this, that sometimes we, we have to be careful about saying it's you know totally, fully customized no matter what right? Because mm -hmm. then we end up giving them too many choices or if they don't have, sometimes we have to hone their, help them get clear on what they want. And right. that's through choices that we offer, packages, photographer might have different packages, right? Mm -hmm. And we know that too many choices are not good. Right. And it doesn't mean they can't adjust from there. Right. So yeah, we're going to make sure you get what you really want. And 
one of the best ways, by the way, to, to turn any of these that are not necessarily differentiators or kind of platitudes into differentiators are examples, anecdotes, case studies. Case studies are great. Not everybody cares, but a lot of people are really shopping and they're shopping hard and they're trying to look. I got these, you know, three different planning companies. I got these three different photographers. I got, they're trying to figure out who is right for me. That's the decision they want to make, right? Sometimes right. the case study makes a big difference because you can, and, and the anatomy of the case study really quick, it's client or prospective client comes to you. Here's their challenge. Here's their concern. Here's their worry, the emotionality a little bit behind it. Uh, maybe the logistics were a little bit special, different. Here's a solution we put in place. Here's the result. And here's how they felt about it. That feeling part is, is important. Mm-hmm. And so you, that's something you can tell in a minute. Right. And that's something that I've suggested to a lot of uh, people listening here that you do on your blog, because every wedding, every event that you do, corporate event, wedding event, whatever it is, is a story. Somebody came to you. And I always say this, if two people are getting together, that's called a date. (laughs) They're bringing other people. And that's why, tell me the story, uh, something, Bill, I don't know if you've ever heard me say this, but some people listening here might, is that one of my clients told me that there's three questions they ask every time they get an inquiry. What's the occasion? who's coming, and what does success look like? So when you find that out, now you can say, this person came to us, this couple, this client, whatever, they were looking to have whatever, they wanted to include their dog in this, they wanted to include family traditions in this, we were able to produce this, here's some pictures, here's the review, here you go. That's your blog post, which helps your SEO, that's your thing to say, here's some real wedding stories. Uh, Another example would be a caterer. You know, Why did you choose that menu with them? Not that you did it, why? What was important about this? What did the what do the meatballs signify? Because none as meatballs, you know, are on the table. Oh my God, none as meatballs. There's a why to that as opposed to a what. So again, I, I think this all ties back. All right, let's get on to number four. We educate our clients. Now, this can be a differentiator. All of these can be if you turn them right. So a lot of people say, you know, we teach our clients, you know, this, we we come from an education perspective. And we help them understand why that we're making certain decisions, which actually is pretty good. Here's the where you can use it as a differentiator. You may have talked about this to your folks in the past, but um, I, I learned this actually from a friend of mine. He was a roofer, of all things, very successful roofer. His name is Dave. So he used to go to the home and he used to say, he used to measure the roof. And he used to say, you know, work up an estimate and say, hey, you know, here's what it would cost you or here's your investment you know, we'd love to do your roof, <laughs> salt some roofs, right? Mostly kind of on price. Uh, he was somewhat trustworthy. That's good. But now here's what he does. He goes at home, measures the roof, comes up with an estimate. And he says, look, whether you work with me or another roofer in town, what you really want is to get the right roof at a fair price done well, right? Yeah. So whatever you do, make sure they give you heavy gauge flashing because a lot of roofers will skimp on the flashing to save money, but it, it'll cost you in the end. Uh, make sure they uh, give you a proper nail pattern. A lot of roofers, either out of ignorance or haste or whatever, lack of caring, training, they don't, you know, that'll cause your problem, blah, blah, blah. So he's teaching them how to buy a roof. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure some of the clients who follow your advice already do that, right? How right. to choose the right wedding photographer, how to choose the right caterer, how to, and that can be a differentiator because mm-hmm. if if they're looking at two or three folks and you're the one who's teaching them how to buy what you sell versus someone else who doesn't, then that can actually set you apart from other people. 
Right. And if you're listening to that, part of that education is also saying what's different about you versus someone who's cheaper because they're using, in that case, cheaper flashing, not, not as many nails and things like that. You're not digging on the other company, but you're saying this. And then when they go ask them and they sure. say, do you do this and that? They're like, oh. What he found, and sorry to interrupt, but what he found is that once he did that little education piece, they said, no, 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 we'll go to, no, we'll go with you. Right. It's like it took him off the market because, oh, this guy's teaching us. This guy, he's not pressuring us to make the sale. Mm-hmm. He wants us to make sure we make a good decision. I like him. I trust him. Right. All of that good stuff comes when you actually teach. Right. And, but it's important how you're teaching there because mm. a lot of people say, well, we like to educate our clients. Well, does your client want to be educated? That's the first thing. True. And then what are you educating them about? Things that matter to them or things that matter to you? And you really have to be educating them about the things that matter to them by asking them better questions. Okay. So let's get on to five here. We provide great client service. That's kind of in the department of we care about our clients. They're all kind of related in that respect. Yeah. Uh, again, they're platitudes. Yeah. I hope you do better. <laughs> Um, now if there's, if there's, let me, I'll give you another example. So there was a, uh, uh, specialty, you know, advertising products, especially, uh, you know, promotional products. Ad, prom- ad, yeah, promotional products. Yeah. Yep. So they were saying, you know, we make, we, we, we're different. We provide incredible service. You know, we'll go to the ends of the earth to meet our client needs. Okay. It's kind of platitudes, but then they had an example for example, we had a client, it was rushed, da, 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 da. we chartered an airplane, we got the delivery on time, they made the trade show, yada, yada, right? Mm-hmm. So you can turn it into a differentiator again through the right. examples, through the, through the case studies, things like that. Now, one way to talk about what makes you different is to talk to your clients and say, in your mind, what made us different? First of all, why'd you hire us? We know you had a lot of choices. What made you decide to go with us? That right. could be the source of that. Or if you were to talk about us and tell somebody else, you know, what made us a little different, what would you say? And you'll be amazed at what you're going to hear from clients. They will give you expressions and concepts that you wouldn't think about. I'll give you a quick example. I had a client who said to me, I was doing this exercise. He says, I just tell people that Bill Cates makes asking for referrals as natural as breathing. His name is Michael wow. Schmitz. And I said, wow, that's pretty good, Michael. I, I wouldn't, <laughs> I would never thought of saying that. Can I quote you? And he says, yeah, of course. And so that's one of those things that if I said it, it would be hype. Right. I can make asking for easy. But if my client, Michael Schmitz from San Mateo, California says it, and I have his photo and what he says in quote, now it's my client saying it. It's a little more social proof rather than hype. And right. so. You know, our clients tell us what make us different is this. Yes. And so sometimes that's a place to come up with really what is the differentiator that has made people decide to go forward with you. Right. And it's something I've spoken about a lot in terms of your brand is that. Your brand is what those people are saying about you. Your branding here, it's on my shirt, it's over here. This is branding. Your brand is those things because your differentiator, if you read your reviews, and read your competitors' reviews, they're going to be different. They might both be excellent, but they're going to be different, and they're going to say what they loved about you. They're going to mention people by name. They're going to mention the things where you went above and beyond. For you to say, we go above and beyond, that could be number six. We go above and beyond for our customers. What does that mean? Well, it means that this person said, you know, a hurricane was coming through, and we were able to move everything inside. You know, the one that Hurricane Ian just came through recently, so. (laughs) Well, I don't know about you, uh, but I've, Play music in a tent for weddings, 
And next thing I know, the water is dripping down the back of the tent and starting to hit the electronics. And it's like, they better move as fast. <laughs> but, but, it, but it's these things that happen that people take care of, whether it's upfront, whether it's during, whether it's after, that make the difference. And everything you were saying here, Bill, all I'm thinking in my head is the way to show that this is a benefit and not a platitude is with the review of somebody who said, you did this for me. I couldn't believe how much they cared about what we wanted is number one right? We get to know our clients' goals and dreams. They asked what we wanted for our wedding and they made it even better we could have imagined, right? There's a review. We offer tailored advice to our clients. They were so helpful in giving us advice, right? We educate our clients. We had no idea what we were doing when we were choosing our fill in the blank and they helped us. We provide great client service again that, that, that's in there. So if you want to know what makes you different, read the reviews and they will tell you what made you different. Right? I know what my reviews say. And if I was to choose my brand statement, it, it wouldn't have been what's in those, but now it is because it is what people feel. It's not what I think it is. It's what well, people feel, right? So it, definitely in there. So what are some other, I mean, maybe if you have number six, seven, or eight, but what would you say other than go, looking at the reviews? Is there anything else, any other platitudes like you you, you cut the list short? <laughs> uh, no, nothing I can think of. Not in terms of platitudes, but let let me give you a, a little formula I just developed that I think your folks will will find actually helpful on on how to talk about what you do, okay. and or how to teach your clients or other you know uh, centers of influence, other influencers, people who you know can refer you business and vice versa. How to talk about you? So I was meeting with a guy. He's a consultant, kind of like us, and he had been out the the game for a couple of years, did a little sabbatical, came back and he was looking for referrals to get introduced, to get his business going again. I said, Alan, so, all right, you know, really quick, tell me who do you serve? What do you do? What do you do it for? What's the benefit? And we went round and round and round. I said, is this what you're saying to your clients? Is this what you're saying to others, you know? And so we came up with kind of a, a one sentence value positioning statement, I call it. Okay. So it, it goes a little something like this. I'll, I'll give you mine, and then you'll right. have to work the formula. Right. So the, the step one is, you know, who do you serve? Step two is, what's the benefit? Which whatever those people want is the benefit. Mm -hmm. and then what's the action step? So if I was saying to you, uh, Alan, and, and you know, here's what I want you to say: If you run into anybody, you tell them that they're a professional running their own business. And they want to meet more of the right type of clients, referrals and introductions. Tell them they got to meet Bill Cates, right? Who I serve, what, what do they want? Mm -hmm. Pretty clear in my case, access that meet Bill Cates. I could say it myself, right? If I'm right. in front of a networking group, if you're this and you want this, or if you know someone and they want this, they need to meet me. Really tight, really clear. Now, sometimes you can come up with that immediately. Sometimes it takes weeks to figure what that is. But the key is the benefit. Whatever they want is the benefit. And now we're right. talking in terms of benefits, which anyone who's listened to you, I'm sure, has heard that before. Right. Well, I talk about results. So I just came back from the Global Speaking Summit, and I went to a session. A woman named Chantal was doing it. And if you're on, you're on YouTube, you can see this paper here. And she had all these words, all these words here, altruism, collaboration, duty, giving back, humanity, impactful, freedom, peace of mind, et cetera. And she said, circle the words that you think people think about you. And then here it's the same thing. So it, this was for speakers. So I speak to, who's your audience? I speak about their challenge. When my audience hears me, they leave feeling emotions. 
So my statement before this, which she thought was pretty good, is I help wedding and event businesses sell more, profit more, and have more fun doing it. That was my statement. And she said, okay, but how do they feel? So a tweak, she said, tweak the end a little bit. So I help wedding and event businesses sell more, profit more, and feel more motivated to get started. All right. Five seconds, five seconds. Your elevator pitch is five seconds. It's not that the elevator got stuck between floors and you have two minutes to talk. (laughs) You you have five seconds and it's hard. You know that. And I know that cutting it down to five seconds is hard and it gives you, then they give you permission to say more. So Bill, how do you do that? Oh, okay. Let me tell you how I do that now. So that, that, that's what that is. So the, the reason I invited you on is because it just, it tickled me when I saw this headline and you know, and I know people are out there saying these things that make them different, but they're not understanding that they're not going all the way. This is a statement. Now, let me tell you how I do this, why I do this, why you should care about this. And instead of just say that we do this, otherwise it's not a differentiator. Or as I say, if you take the bullet point list, if I take your website and can take your name off and put your competitor's name on and everything you said is true for them, <laughs> it's not a different. Differentiator, right? It, if they're it, saying it or could say it, probably right. not different. Now, again, doesn't mean you don't say it. Right. Don't expect it to be the differentiator that's going to win the business necessarily. Exactly. Exactly. So, Bill, thanks for joining me. So, again, here some of his books I think you'd enjoy beyond referrals if you're on YouTube watching it oh, and Radical you. Relevance. And I have these signed by Bill because. I felt after reading them myself that, wow, this applies to my industry as well. I know referrals, you guys, a lot of you are thinking, well, you know, referrals, you can get more referrals for weddings. I know it's a new crop of people every year. You can get, um, and I think Bill would agree that the first and most important way to get referrals is to ask for them <laughs> and not just wait for them to happen. And there's some ways to ask without looking like the creepy <clears throat> referral guy, you know. Um, do you have a, does one come to mind? Like for a wedding, do you thinking? That would be well, a- yeah. Okay, so how much time you got? No, here's the essence of it. The essence is number one, you got to make sure that the person you're asking, whoever they are, you're referable in their eyes. They perceive the value. Right. Sometimes they're they're telling you, right? You're wonderful. You're right. Better than I, you know. Yeah. And then you can't assume that they're willing to introduce you to others. Some people feel comfortable making introductions. Some people, you know, and. And you know that, especially if someone's kind of of marrying age, I don't know what that is these days. I'm sure you know that demographic, (laughs) but they probably know other people, right? Right. And so you don't want to assume, you want to say, can we chat about that? You want to soften it just a little bit and get kind of gain permission to brainstorm a little and talk through it a little bit. And then the final thing here, there's got so much that goes into this, but it's in the book is these days, we're, we're not just talking about referrals. We're really talking about introductions. Now, word of mouth is nice. Occasionally, the phone will ring. We'll get an email because someone's talking about us out there. And that's good. That counts. I mean, there's nothing like prospect raising their hand and saying, I'm interested. Right. And it's not always enough, right? Uh, sometimes people forget. Sometimes people say it in a way that doesn't really impact the other person. So what I'm looking for these days is a connection, an introduction, I'm looking for an email handshake. You know, Alan meet Barbara, Barbara meet Alan. Here's why I'm connecting the two of you. And so I'm using the word not referrals anymore. And if I'm asking or I'm teaching people, you want to use the word introductions. Let's let's talk about how you introduce me to her. Let's talk about how you introduce me to him. Let's make sure that we do it in a way that feels comfortable. And if we're lucky, you know, sparks his interest in talking to me. So that's right. kind of some some of the essence of what we teach. 
Right. And and that's, for me, it's always what I do because I want to set the example. It's what I would hope to get back. I just yes. connected two clients, uh, somebody that's going to be on the podcast. I'm not sure if it's before or after this. He's a wedding meteorologist, helps okay. you figure out the weather. And then I have another client who's been on here, whose company is called Weather or Not, who does umbrellas, shawls, and blankets for inclement weather. I said, what a match. I mean, you guys need to know each other. Of course. So I made the introduction to them because that's the right thing. Instead of, oh, here's, a, here's an email, go connect with somebody. No, no, no. Right. When somebody is introducing someone to me, I would hope they would do the same thing for me. So it, just asking, asking for them to do it. Uh, I always say, uh, well, I have in my email signature because of Bill, one of his other books, don't keep me a secret. That's, uh, there's a line in my email signature. It just encourages people that, yeah, please tell people about us, but then otherwise it's going to be asking for it. So again, we could go on, but we don't have any instruments or bourbon. So we will, uh, I got oh, you, my have drum you got your drumsticks. I, think I got I one drumsticks. of them. I don't know where the other one went to, but I have, I have a pair back here also. Number fives. Uh, there you go. Right. Uh, so Bill, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for, uh, for sharing that article. It was uh, really helpful. I think if everybody listening, I'm going to put in the show notes about your books, cause I think they're really helpful for you guys. And, uh, I will see you at the next conference. Hi, it's Alan Berg. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Wedding Business Solutions Podcast. You can find full transcripts on my website at podcast.allenberg.com. And if you have a suggestion for a topic for a new episode or even a guest, please let me know at alan at weddingbusinesssolutions.com. And if you'd like to find out about having me come and speak to your association or a conference or do sales training in person or remotely for your team, whether you're a team of one or a team of a hundred, please let me know again, alan at weddingbusinesssolutions.com. Thanks for listening.